Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spades, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can, 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 you, can, you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Relations. This is Kayna Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male G-O-D 51 spade aka the ninja you love to hate. As usual, I'm in the building. You know what we do. We do two uh, topics in one hot hour. And our two topics tonight are, should you defend the honor of your partner, even to the point of physical violence. So you know we're going to talk about the Will Smith thing. And then our second topic today is non-attachment, which is kind of new for me. Let's talk about the Will Smith thing first, because I feel like a lot of people want to know what our opinion is on uh, the Will Smith slap. And there are so many things to talk about with the Will Smith slap. I think it's been pretty dissected into subgroups of some sort. Um, of reasons why it was acceptable and reasons why it wasn't acceptable. I'm going to start with acceptable for me. The topic is, should you defend your partner's honor, even down to physical violence? And I thought about this. I would never want to place my guy in a situation where something else might happen because we don't know what these outcomes are. You know what I'm saying? This had an outcome that didn't land Will Smith in jail. But that's not how it happens in these streets. We all know if it was a regular smegular black dude that smacked another black dude or another white dude that that was going to end in a 911 call, could have ended in a 911 call. So I thought about that first. I don't want my man to have to fight because I feel like the consequences are bad. But I had to put my guy in a real situation. I got into an altercation with a guy over social media about money that he owed me and I was handling it well and then the guy disrespected me, ghosted me, and then showed up at one of my events. That's a lot of disrespect in one sentence. So I didn't have any other choice. When he showed up at my event, and I don't think he even wanted to pay to get in that time, and he owed me money. So I had to get my guy and be like, yo, this dude that owed me money, like... He at my shit and I don't want to pay. Not only is he trying to get in my shit for free, but he owed me money. And then I had to catch my man up on what had happened because my man was like, what the fuck he owe you money for? So now I'm explaining to my guy why I even let another guy into my event without paying. And that now he owes me money and I'm, not, I'm now just now informing him because the shit got out of hand. So I put my guy in that situation because it was necessary. There was nothing more I could do as a woman. And I kind of feel like... Even though she did a lot of wrong, I feel like Jada was at the point where it was just out of control. You know, yes, it's not the same as being physically threatened when you're being talked about on social media and news outlets have a lot to say to you. But it doesn't take away at the feeling of being attacked. And I do feel like since she's been discussing their marital issues, I do feel like since she... um had the red table talk about August Alsina, I think we have been poking the bear. And I'm calling the bear Jada. I'm not even calling Will the bear. But 
These are two people who are married. Too many times we're talking about Will Smith and Jada Pickett as two separate people. Those, these two people are married. Her name is Jada Pickett Smith. That's what I'm not hearing. Jada Pickett, Jada Pickett, Jada Pickett. Her name is Jada Pickett Smith. That's that man's wife. And you can only go so long without standing up for your wife, whether she's wrong or right. The whole world is looking at her getting picked on, her getting talked about. And at the same time, if you can pick on someone's wife openly, what is that saying about her husband? If a man could go off on me at my event and tell me he ain't paying and he ain't going to pay me no money he owe me and my man is there, what is that saying about my man? How would my man feel if he just let that slide and then went to the house? In my heart, I feel like he should be ashamed of himself. Like, damn, my women just got cussed out. Dude owe her money. He came in an event like he was big. Willie didn't pay. That should make my man feel some type of way. So in that moment where I'm asking my man to defend my honor, it's kind of like he doesn't have a choice. If he doesn't defend my honor, he isn't defending his. And I want people to really think about what I just said. If Will did not defend his wife, then he wasn't defending himself. Now, I'm not going to go into, did it have to get physical? I'm not going to even go there because we'll be here over an hour on the topic. But I think if we're going to do this in subtopics and we're taking the, this, the point out that should he have defended Jada, I am saying absolutely. And I don't give a fuck what she said or did before then. They were being attacked as a married couple. No matter whether they were talking about Jada individually, oh, Will trying to be Pac. And Will ain't this. And Will beta. That all came because of Jada. He had to stand up for himself in that moment. Go watch your face. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Got to teach him every day. Every day it's a something new. I hear 100% what you're saying. And I've never take away from anybody um, thought process of how they process stuff. But I will say this, it's a big difference between men and women. <clears throat> and when you use the word defend like somebody's honor, I will say that women don't know shit about that shit. And they, and they can't talk on the aspect of talking about defending somebody's honor. When women start talking about defending of honor, Defending his wife, defending that. We have a real problem, and I'm going to particularly say, like, especially in the black community, like, we like to pick and choose, like, what we think is right, what we think is wrong, what we think someone should do, what someone is to do to defend their honor. Can somebody honor be, you know, defended? Not when it's been besmirched already by the culprit. Did he that, that, be smirched? That's what I said. Not when it's been besmirched by somebody who <laughs> already... That, there's nothing to defend when someone already done did it. Would you got to lick that up? Go ahead. <laughs> you can't defend somebody's honor when you already used they, nice, uh, they nuts as dice. Took them out and rolled them out. She emasculated him. And then he emasculated another black man. And to me, that's the problem that I really have. Now, when you're talking about defender and honor, you said Jada Pickett Smith. Right. Gotcha. You know what's the problem with that shit? You see, when a modern, masculine, can cankerous bitch start using shit like Jada Pickett Smith that can't even get rid of the name Pickett, because there's a reason why that shit is there. Because she also wanted to hyphenate that she's still there. 
Because most women, when they when they get married, they lose. They ain't no hyphenation. They just take on the man's last name. But not this heinous one. Not this witch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be damned if that go on. Now we're going to come to the definition of defending, defending honor and stuff like that. And this is something that I feel like a lot of women, because I heard a lot of women saying, he have to defend his wife. He have yeah. to do this. He have to do that. What would you do with a dead husband? Well, I said the consequences gotcha. are what so this is holding me back. Gotcha. And this is what women don't understand. See, when women have fights, women have fights that are spats. Cat fights. That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit, that's non-dangerous. What do men have? Yeah, we have shit that'll we have shit that'll send your ass to a grave. Yeah. And when and, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is what used to happen in the 1920s and shit like that. When someone slapped you, you was going in the grave right after that, because that's the ultimate disrespect. Ultimate, at the top of the list, it's up there with spitting on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. Yeah, especially for another man to slap another man. Yeah, like you got an open hand. That's serious. Now. <laughs> I also hear, like, when people was like, he was defending in his honor. Yeah. You know, I say, was he? He was laughing. You know what I'm saying? When, this, when the joke first popped out. But one of the biggest things that I think people are, are, are missing is this. See that scenario that you just painted? You said, I had a situation going on where something happened with, with me, and then my man had to get involved, which means your honor was being besmirched. Right. Okay. Now, was her honor being besmirched? Yes. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. It was not. And this is the thing why I was saying, like, people like to pick and choose on what is actually going on. Poking the bear? What bear? There's no bear being poked. We're taking away from the fact that Chris Rock is a comedian. And you tell me a comedian that go on stage and they be like, hey, don't crack no jokes on nobody. I think everybody with some good brain comprehension, some common sense could say, this is a comedian cracking jokes on people, normally what they normally do. It don't warrant no one getting smacked. It didn't warrant any abuse of that sort to go down. But people are acting like he went on stage and he just deliberately just started like talking about the broad. And he wasn't. That's what comedians do, and now we're going. And now we're moving into a world where we're saying, "Don't be a comedian. Don't say anything about." I, I went. I seen as far as them saying, "You can't talk about black women here being bald," but we can emasculate a black man. Are we gonna let's 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 stop this? Come on now. Stop what? This is the Oscars. This is the biggest night in. That's even better. This is the biggest <laughs> night in film. If you think that Chris Rock didn't see an opportunity. To bring current events to the Oscar stage, then you're wrong. Is that what not and what, what they I do? mean? What current events is what's popular? The entanglement conversation is still popular. Okay. The Tupac Will Smith comparison still popular. The Red Table Talk popular. Everything that's popping, everything that was popping post twenty one, early twenty two, needed to be brought to that stage. Number one, the Oscar ratings were way down. Okay? Way, way down. So, don't tell me that during rehearsal time, when they're asking their host 
or there, whatever he was, because he wasn't the full Oscar host. He just came out for a segment. He didn't host the whole show. But don't tell me that during rehearsal times that we didn't know that there would be something said about Will Smith, who's not as a candidate for best actor of the night. You have to. And if you have to talk about, and by the way, I watch all the Oscars for years. The comedians talk about those who have been nominated. Will Smith was nominated. So Chris already knew he had to say something to Will. Could he have brung up a whole bunch of shit that was worse? Yes. He could have. But did he bring it up for that reason that I'm talking about? For relevancy? Absolutely. It's just that he had to go a little bit around the corner, up the hill, and down very slowly because it was the fucking Oscars. So he couldn't talk about the entanglement. He couldn't talk about her sucking Alcina, uh, Alcina Augusta's dick. They couldn't be that vulgar. It was the Oscars. So he went for something that was appropriate for the Oscars, but it was still meant to poke the bear, period. It was meant to bring relevancy to the Oscar stage like every other comedian has done every other year, period. And it, was, it, it wasn't that bad. I'm not trying to say his joke was bad. I'm trying to say the joke was necessary because Will was nominated and he was relevant. Him and his wife are relevant in media right now. Something had to be said. So don't tell me that he came out being an innocent comedian. That's not true. He needed to poke the bear somehow and he did. And it was just a bad day for his ass because every time these people, the, the, the picket smiths, if you want to say that, every time they're on the red carpet, somebody is saying something inappropriate. They can't go there and say nothing about the entanglement, but the Grammys red carpet they can. At the People's Choice carpet they can. All these little television red carpets that they were having leading up to the Oscars, people were getting direct. They were directly poking the bear. Chris just had to do it from the back. With that question, I like this comment. Melanated Truth says, Chris didn't even write the joke. Thank you, Melanated <clears throat> Truth. She watches TV. They they have, it's the biggest night in fucking film. Dumb motherfuckers are there rehearsing. And you better believe the board, the academy knows what the conversation is going to be like. Well, Chris, don't go too far now. It is Will Smith and it is the Oscars. Oh, no problem. Everybody knows Jada just shaved her head. That's where I'm going because they can't say I said anything inappropriate if I talk about a shaved head. He knew what he was doing and that's why he didn't press charges. He knew what he was doing so that's why he didn't fight back. He just took it on the chin because he knew that he was poking the bear. I like the comment sections because they, because especially when they talk about you, when, when they talk about you, there's like you're loud and wrong because you're definitely loud and wrong. And I always say this a, a lot of times because she, because she kind of remind me of Stephen A. Smith that be loud and wrong a lot of times too. Is that when people start getting loud and they say shit like, what point did you prove? No points because it really doesn't matter. A comedian is still up there to do a job. And if you even prove the point even further because you said he was not even the host, he was up there to do a job. But being hired to do a job doesn't warrant your ass getting slapped. It doesn't. And it doesn't, and it doesn't warrant anything about defending no honor because there's no need for someone to defend the honor. If that is the case, then every comedian that comes on stage, then they start talking about a couple right here and a person over there. That, means that, that, that means that the wife need to, of course they talk about relevant events. Any moron would know that. But that, you're not even proving a point with that because why well, I'm going to talk about something that's not relevant. You have to talk about things that's relevant. But the only reason that is relevant, once again, is because of this heinous, cankerous bitch. Because we don't know nothing about 
No red table talk. They, that's why I can. We don't know nothing about the red table talk. They entanglement. Whose dick they sucking? What kid he fucking? Anything. We only know that because of that. Now, if you and they are not civilians, they're public figures, and that's the biggest thing that a lot of people are missing. I get tired of hearing this shit about like they're private citizens or some shit like that. Like shit for every penny. If we gonna sit there and say celebrities ain't gonna get harassed every day, talked about every day, commented every day, internet every day, and now you telling me you get to an award show, and now let me just flip my top. You don't even understand it. But if you really want to talk about on uh, defending somebody honor, Will is a goofy, and that's what we just go. <laughs> Will is a goofy simp, and that's just the reality of it. Jada got him in the back of his pocket. Sometimes you, he's in an, a toxic relationship. And like most women, if you flip it around, they would recognize that from a man. The man got them doing some shit that they don't want to do. They be in relationships doing some shit where the, their friends are sitting there saying, God damn, how you in that relationship? That relationship is toxic. But now it's just the other way around. We're not used to it because of Will Smith is who he is. To me, Jada is actually jealous of Will because what's she getting an Oscar for? Low Down Dirty Shane? <laughs> she, getting a, she getting an Oscar for The Matrix? You know what I'm saying? The Nutty Professor? Is that what she getting an Oscar for? Absolutely not. She's not getting none of that for any of that shit. Now, the other thing that I like to bring up is this. One thing that I can say is, is you know, is women that women also don't understand there's not going to be a man on this on this planet you put a bunch of men in a room and we have problems with men we also know how to assess men we know how to look at a man and be like yeah i could whoop this man this one might give me a little bit of problems this one i might have to kill <laughs> this one i definitely gotta shoot <laughs> we know this type of stuff we'll look at an opportunity to try to defend himself against someone way smaller Will is, Will is my size. Will is like 6'2", 237 pounds. Who's the first person you think of when you say Chris Rock? We all know what we think of. <laughs> this motherfucker is Muhammad Ali taking on Pookie. But you know what it is? I'd have tested Will Jaw if you really want to defend the honor if it was somebody like that. If The Rock was up there, would he have been marching up there all quick like? I think he would have said, Jade, I'm going to have to sit this one out. <laughs> you know We're going to defend your honor at another time. I think any, I think if it was, I don't know if he would have walked up there, but anybody oh. <laughs> that would bring her up at the level of emotion that he was at about his fucking wife, he would have went off. I don't think he would have slapped every person, but I think when he was in that seat and he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, I think he practiced that at the crib mm -hmm. because he was willing to say that to everybody who had something derogatory to say about him, his marriage, or his lady. And by the way, I'm going to say it again. Every time that another man or woman speaks ill about Jada, they are speaking ill to her husband. 
They are one. When you get married, your flesh is my flesh. Yeah. I mean, you all be quick, y'all be in the streets. Oh, that's a representation of me. You can't be running the street because my niggas gonna see that. They're gonna think what the fuck about me. What, it, nothing changes. Public figure or not, it's the same thing when we're talking about Will Smith. That's cool. It's the same shit. It's a bad reflection on him. Every time someone's able to call her a cankerous bitch or call her actions heinous or pick on her G.I. Joe haircut or her fucking her son's best friend, that's a jab at Will every time. And I know that it's not purpose because everybody in the world loves Will. It's a jab at Jada, but Will is taking it. And by the way, he hasn't decided to leave this cankerous person with all these heinous actions. He has decided to stay and have a family with her. So every time she's in the news and we dragging her on social media, he has to go home and deal with the fallout from that. Whether she's being toxic, hurt, crying, or whatever, he has to deal with that. That's right. And then nobody tell him to pick it. And <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody tell him to pick that. And I'm quite sure he didn't think that it was going to be that when he did pick it. Is he wrong for what he's doing in for their relationship? I can't answer that. Only he have to deal with that because he's the person who have to go home. But I would never sit here and say you can emasculate another black man in a, on, in a, on a white stage in front of everybody. I'm going to say that's wrong. And if you have to question furthermore if it's wrong, then you are dumb in your head. Because at the end of the day, if, if police get involved, if you hit anybody, it's assault. If you don't understand that, you're slow. It's assault. Period. He didn't press charges means he could have sued his ass for 200 million. Jada wasn't going to pay the shit with her bald-headed ass. Will was going to pay it. She wasn't going to pay the shit. She was going to have he was going to have to pay it. And if Will would and if Will and if Will would have and if Will would have got his ass jumped on, shot, any of that. Will uh Willow and Jada and Alcina probably would have been a good love family. She would have said a nice couple of words at the event and threw a flower on his casket and moved on. You know what I'm saying? Because really at the end of the day, I'm just speaking from a black man. It was disrespectful. It was despicable, for one, for what he actually did. And I'm speaking from someone that really at the end of the day, violence should never be the answer to anything you know people pick and choose like when it go down and i understand that people have like things that go on in life but but at the end of the day if that was a woman and a woman said something to to jada would jada have went up there and slapped her no i don't really think so if they were if she was saying something to will she wouldn't have went up there and did anything not at all because she haven't been defending them all this time you know what I'm saying? If you really cared so much about your family and you really cared about really what went on and poking bears and all this other type shit, scratch, scratch. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, don't bring us into your family. Ain't nobody asked to be brought into that. So you brought it current because of you. And when I say you, I mean her. Yeah. I think what you're right about on that side of debate is the consequences which I already spoke of that could have happened and the stage that it was on. There's a time and place for everything. There really is. So I can't disagree with you that there was an, a more appropriate way things could have been handled. So that's why I kind of wanted to take it and take a topic out of there that we could be definitive on, which is should a man or a woman should you defend the honor of your spouse? But you can, but look at this. When you painted that scenario about your man defending you, 
you said that he had to go to the other man, right? Yes. Right. But that's the same thing that Will could have did. Because Chris Rock is on stage. He either going left or right. So if Jada had a problem with it, then correct me or wrong. They all in Hollywood. They all know each other. So Will could have caught him, since he felt so rough and tough about it, he could have caught him on the right, on exit stage left. And then went over there like, look, man. These jokes are becoming a little too much. And then gave Chris the opportunity to either apologize or say, nigga, it's just jokes. You know what I'm saying? And then he could have slapped the fuck out and they could have thumped. They could have did whatever. But really, because of their friendship, he put Chris in a real weird spot. Because it's like, damn, did I just get slapped by Will Smith? Nobody would believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? I got smacked by the Fresh Prince of Bella. <laughs> no one no one will believe that shit and people that don't believe that like if you look how flustered he was there was a lot of people that didn't think it was real I'm quite sure Chris was like shit did that just happen so that was his response and then it wasn't until Will started yelling that even Lapita behind him was like wait a minute this ain't part of the script yeah, this is real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying shit yeah. got real but a lot of people get caught in time People that even look at Dave Chappelle, look at a skit about Rick James slapping Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy said itself that, damn, when Rick James slapped him and everybody was in there laughing and he, he was like, damn, I got slapped by Rick, uh, Rick James. Maybe I shouldn't do anything. But the nigga side of him was like, I need to stomp his ass out right there. Who the fuck he think I am? Like, I'm that nigga to steal on. And that's the problem that I have with that. Women always want to be talking about defending honor, but I honestly feel like it's like the black man now, he just supposed to take shit. Just take shit. You know what I'm saying? He can take it. When black women don't be defending us, she can get defended and another black man need to be emasculated on stage. And I have a problem with that. I'm sorry, I do. That shouldn't have happened. I agree. I, I, I agree that it shouldn't happen. Um, on the stage it happened on and I agree that because it was another black man that it just doesn't feel right to be a hundred percent team will. The only thing if, if he slapped Seinfeld. Well first jail. off if he slapped Seinfeld <laughs> he took his ass to jail. He's going to jail. His black ass was going to jail from the Oscars. But but let me ask you this though. But see that question that he just asked? Because they flipped the script from a black man to a white man. But guess what? The police probably wouldn't have been saying. No, they wouldn't ask no questions. <laughs> they wouldn't ask Seinfeld if he wanted to arrest um, Will. They would have arrested him. Yeah, they would have arrested him. Period. They would have arrested, arrested him, escorted him out, and then asked Seinfeld, you want to press charges? Because we got him. Yeah, we going to do it anyway. <laughs> you understand? So you want to help out. You understand? <laughs> so now the thing is, should he have defended on that level? You still feel the same way? I'm going to say this. I do not think that... It should have gotten physical. I don't think that. Being someone who studied acting intensely, I know that it's hard to break out of character. We know he was playing a character that would have done just that. Richard would have slapped fire out of anybody that had anything derogatory to say about his wife or his, his children. And so I do believe that that was not the Will Smith that we all have grown to love because we saw him in a moment on Red Table Talk where I don't think he was crying because he was sad. That wasn't a sad man I saw crying. That was an angry man that I saw crying. 
And we don't see uh, Jada with no black eyes. You understand what I'm saying? This person she she was pushed. I get it. But I still am saying, that as, as far as the character of the person, I really think that he was poked. I think he was pushed. And I think that there's a very thin line between the the person he is and the person that he was playing at the time. Gotcha. I do believe that. Now, I, I don't know him. I didn't talk to him yesterday. And he didn't tell me he was still in the mind mm-hmm. of Serena and Venus's dad. I, his name is Richard. I just don't know his last name. If his King. last name might be Williams or King or something like that. But... um. He's never. He didn't tell me that, but I do recognize um, that he did bring it up in the speech. He just couldn't find his words. He was trying to say is it, he did say art imitates life, but before that he was getting ready to say just like Richard, and then he got sidetracked with the Denzel comment because Denzel made a comment. He said, you know, and thank you Denzel for what you did for me. But he was in the middle of a sentence, and I think in that sentence he would have told you if he was able to finish his phrase that. <laughs> He was still in that mind frame, and that—that's who he became. It was the, that character was based on protection, so it's not far fetched that he was in that moment feeling like he needed to protect his wife. And I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna say this: I felt like he needed to protect his family. What young kid, young boy, or young woman out there, you think like to hear about their mama? And they're young. They're making music for today. They're not old. They're not not on social media. They're not not watching TV. They have to stay up on the trend. So they're out there. And their friends are talking about it. People on social media are talking about it. So in that moment, I think he was standing up for everybody because we didn't get this reaction from Jaden. He went right on it and that's how we do it. He was proud of his dad. You know why? Because for a whole year and a half, everybody been saying the opposite about his dad. I done heard Will Will Smith is soft. I done heard Will Smith is beta. I done heard Jada wear the pants in that relationship. The kids ain't hearing the same shit that we hear. He's still baiting. He's still goofy. And really, at the end of the day, we'd have saw how it would have turned out if, if Will would have did, would did that to a real threat because that wasn't no threat. I mean, y'all can y'all can speak all that shit about like what he did, this and that. He peaked on a weak a weaker individual that's weaker Anybody than that, that, that's that was weaker than him. Yeah, you say that, but would he still been saying that if he had got his ass whooped? He wouldn't have been saying that's how we do it, or he could have been saying that's how we do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if he got his ass whooped, you know what I'm saying? Because just like Shannon Sharp said, uh, he would have came out that suit, and I would have put I would have put everything on Shannon House on on, on on that money that he wouldn't have whooped him, that he would have got whooped. You know what I'm saying? But even with that being said, I understand that. But guess what? She put that information out there, and if you really cared about the family, about Willow and Jaden and all that type of shit, then protect your house. That's a, that, that, that's what they say in Under Armour. Protect your house first. And that's what she ain't doing. Because even as the queen, she's doing a shitty job at that. You know what I'm saying? He's the king, she's the queen, and she's fucking up, letting all these secrets out and everything else. We ain't asked for this shit. I, don't give two, I can give two fucks about uh, the Will Smith and Pickett family and all that other type of shit. I don't care about that. It's only out there because she put it out. So if you really cared about your kids, just like Kim Kardashian and the rest of them, don't, pull, don't put your scandalous class ass out there and don't put your business out there. And who was he to talk? She was fucking your friend, nigga. That's how you do. That's what you need to be saying. <laughs> Worry about that first. So before it got to someone who couldn't defend themselves or was taken back by it, he still was a goofy, making a goofy-ass move. She put a battery pack in him, and she's controlling that relationship. And I'm not saying that don't happen. It does happen. He's just in a toxic relationship. I'm just calling it out for what it is. That's all. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, however he want to handle it, this and that. Hey, risk your career over 30 years, and now all of a sudden, now you don't know what to do. Throw that money away. Throw your contracts away. Go ahead. Sacrifice it all. But if that was a woman, y'all be like, that bitch is stupid. She throwing all that shit away for that nigga. But with all of a sudden, with J and Jada, entanglement is popular because of Jada. August Alcina is relevant because of Jada. Will getting dragged because of Jada. Like, this bitch got so much power. Whether she's toxic or not, does she not deserve to have the man who gave her his last name defend her and not sit idle and let people just ask wild shit on the red carpet? That slap was not for just Chris Rock. That slap was for journalists like me. That slap was for media con uh, commentators. That slap was for sports commentators. That slap was for everybody who talked shit Absolutely. about Jada. Absolutely no. I'm 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 one I'm one hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like absolutely not. Because really we're it's like you're trying to take like trying to put Will you're trying to put Will like in a that was that was gotcha, gotcha. Keep my her name out your mouth to everybody. Okay. He's weak. You're trying to put a street scenario that he was not in. He was in a formal event with a comedian. And I'm sorry, you ain't gonna take that away from me. Chris was there to do a job, he was doing his job. And really at the end of the day, he said, before he even said it, he said, Jada, love you, because he's doing that out of respect. But he still did his job. But his job didn't warrant, warrant for him to be insult, uh, assaulted. He you think didn't. when he said Jada, just the name alone, don't you think when he said Jada, everybody in there was holding their breath because well, they just, didn't know what the fuck he was well, going to say, say after well, that? Well, according to you, you said that they wrote the joke. So even if he didn't do it, then he wrote it and he got paid to I'm do it. I'm talking about the audience. Yeah, yeah the comments. When he said he, her name. He wrote the, right. He probably didn't write it. Right, but, but that, even but, if he didn't. But that's what I'm saying. The reason I'm saying is like, if it's wrote in, then he know it's coming. So he's also saying, hey, love you. You know what I'm saying, and then still did his job. Right. So he got hired to do a job, and that's what we're—that's what we're not. We're focusing on it like it's some street shit. Like he was out in the street, and Chris Rock just, you know, threw some shit at him. He didn't. He's in a formal event doing his job. We keep trying to take away that he's a comedian doing his job. He did his job, and if you that sensitive, then keep y'all sensitive ass home. Home. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh Don't my sit on God. That's how we gonna end this. <laughs> I guess we have to roll into the next topic. I cannot. Anyways, the next topic is called non-attachment. Okay, which I'm probably gonna be on the opposite of this whole side argument because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am not one of those people. So I don't have the non-attachment gene. I'm very attached, but I do think in this new world um, that we're going into, there are going to be less men defending the honor of their wives and less women defending the honors of their husbands because there's this there's this whole non-attachment. That's him, girl. Oh, that's her, man. Whatever she want to do. You know what I'm saying? In and out of relationships. You with a dude for, for one year, and I see you a year later, you with somebody else. And y'all knee deep in. It's like, damn, you just got out of a relationship last year with somebody I thought you was going to marry. Now it's been another year, and you're in a relationship with someone else. That's where this ideology of non-attachment is actually coming from. Now, how involved and how attached are we getting to our partners to a point that 
or how non-attached are we to our partners where we're getting to a point where we're just, I just let it flow and, you know, people are in my life for a season and, you know, you should just allow them to come do what they were meant to bless you with and it's okay for them to walk out and then you start over. Like, and then I get jumped on when it's like, well, damn, you broke up with your boyfriend 10 years, you know, you, you, you was in a 10 year relationship, then how long were you without a boyfriend? I was without a whole nother man for, I don't know, four or five years? After that breakup, because of their, not that I still loved him, but that for women, I thought for women, it does a lot to you. If you've been in, in some type of any type of relationship, especially sexual and emotional, that it's hard to break the tie and jump in the bed with someone else. I understand like saying no and being separated from that person. But to say that your emotional tie and your sexual tie is now able to. Be blessed to someone else already is kind of weird to me. And only people people can only do that when they're not attached. And it's it's foreign to me because I've never been someone who's not been attached to even my fuck buddies. My fuck buddies were not somebody I just met on Tuesday. My fuck buddies were guys I knew for years and and they they were my friends for years. And if I wasn't in a relationship now, they would still be in the friend zone. These would be people I would still be going to a football game with and, you know, asking them about their marriage. I didn't have the type of relationships where I just let somebody come through, dog me out. And they left and there was no type of even friendship attachment. So what I'm saying is there's no way I could be that way in a relationship if I can't even be that way in a friendship. Mm. I'm attached to even my friend guys. So what are you saying to to women that be in? Because <clears throat> I think that the theory really of be, in being in non-attachment relationships is, is like people come and go for a season. And really at the end of the day, it's like people trust factors are at all time high. People don't really trust people. They kind of let them in. They don't seek therapy. So it's kind of like I'll deal with a, a situation because really as human beings, we're not designed to be by ourselves, you know, and people always want to belong to something. And for women, I think the standards of marriage has become a lot lower and it's better for them to be in uh, situationships more than anything. Because even though, like you said, like you you might be close with a certain person, but you probably haven't figured out a way to uh, get them to say y'all are committed. Because I hear a lot of that from women, too. It's like, well, shit, I couldn't even get the man to commit to me mm -hmm. because he kind of leaves you on a string. And, and, and it's like you, you it's like you at the uh, at a slot machine. You're like, damn, I got it warmed up. I almost got all the sevens. You know what I'm saying? Just one more pull. And I'm quite sure I can probably get him to say what I need him to say. Mm -hmm. But. If that don't happen, you have other options to me, which goes on now because that goes on on both sides, on men and women. Social media is in the play. People can just reach out and touch each other's hands. And I think that's the problem. <laughs> I think that options are way more external. Like, because I'm looking for, I use the word external because I don't know the, the perfect word for what the role that social media plays. But like... It used to be that you only, like, let's say you're in a relationship and you're in college. So the guy that you like, you're only going to see passing through the quad, the set, or in the one class y'all have together. And then you go home to your regular life. Now you have social media. Now you could connect at school, through the quad, when you get home. 
You know, it's just that they're always there and options are just always present. Even if they're not saying anything, it's those options are liking. Those options are hearting. Those options are giving you the LOL that you want from your witty post. But let me so they're question. not even doing much, but they're doing enough to let you know that you're an interesting person. So the motherfucker that's not paying attention to you in the other room, you're getting that attention from all this external attention from the social media platforms. But let me, but let me ask you a question, though. Sure. Is, is women, and you hanging around women... <clears throat> Women that you know be in relationships, and then when they come to you with their problems, they'll talk about you about a problem that they having with their man, but then talk about the other option that go on. And I never hear women really correct that scenario of like, well, damn, how can you, how can you fix your main problem when you got another option <laughs> over yeah, here? Yeah, you're not gonna fix your main problem. Exactly. Um, because if there's someone, if there's an option there, then that means the problem doesn't need to be fixed. The problem is the person you're with who hasn't accepted what you're giving. That's where that comes from. It's like, damn, he ain't want, he don't want to fuck me, but this dude over here shows trying. So instead of finding out why he don't want to fuck you, why your man don't want to fuck you, why he's not attracted to you, you're replacing with his non-attraction to someone who is attracted to you and making that good enough. And so, yeah, you're getting caught up. In that the external factors instead of focusing on how to make the house happy because social media or external thoughts and comments will have you believing that you're not the problem. Uh, they will have I, you believing can, that your partner at home is the problem. What do you mean? You're so beautiful. You're right. I can I can see that, but yeah, I, that's part of the problem. Other problem is like you said. I feel majority of the problem not is. Everything that's coming out now, especially for black women in the black community, is self-love. You need to love yourself. You don't need no man, girl. You know what I'm saying? You got your vibrator. You can love yourself. You can, you know what I'm saying? What you need a warm body for? You know what I'm saying? You got your career. You making money. Like, that's what a lot of women now would say and combat you for. Like, you're crazy because they say you're losing sight. Of being in a relationship and knowing you because you become imprinted off on me. And then now you're mirroring me. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them say, well, I don't want to be like that. I need to know myself. I need to love myself. I need to be able to push forward without just needing a man. So what would you say to that? I would say that their focus is in the wrong place. Because I mm -mm. found, <laughs> let me be honest with you, uh -oh. I found the better I became as a person, the more I did focus on myself truly and sincerely, the closer I got to having a motherfucking husband. What are you being so perfect for? To take care of a dog? What is all the career for and the, the oh, I'm getting to know me and I'm making my own money and this and that. Well, what for? Because you're going to be by yourself. And if that's okay, cool. But you're not always going to look like that. And your homegirls ain't going to always be waiting on the phone for you to call and say, let's go out. Because your homegirls are going to get men. They're going to get married and have kids. And your ass is going to be 65 knitting and playing fucking bingo. And I don't want that life. <laughs> Shit. No, thank you. What are you going to be doing? <laughs> yeah. Playing fucking bingo. And knitting? You know what I'm saying? Period. I mean... Think about it. It's okay to say that now. You know why? It's, it's okay to say that now because you can go out on Friday night. It's okay to say that now because you're getting your hairs and your nails done and you're out in the world. What happens when you're 65 and out in the world has changed? 
what happens when you didn't have any kids, you have no husband, and well, who's supposed to come check on you? I mean, I guess you got your papers all written out. Okay, when I retire, then I'm going to have a nurse come take care of me. And when I she tired of changing my shitty diapers, they're going to move me to assisted living. This is what these career-driven modern women have to have in place. Because there's no one out there that's going to take care of your ass. Not just your homegirl. Your homegirl going to get married. So when y'all 80, she taking care of Fred. What you going to do? No one has answered me that question yet. It's it's. It's really sad that women's empowerment took a turn to, I don't need a man. Where did that come from? No one's, I don't think that was the message. The message was get rid of the bad man, get rid of the loser. And the only way you can do that is become a better you. That's where get your hair and nails done. That's where, get, that's where get your education came from. Because if your man is not pulling his weight, let, let me say this, and I'm not going to be long with it. It's going to be really good for everybody to get when we, we went through the crack ep epidemic, single moms raising the kids by themselves, didn't have the money to get their hair and nails done. These are the women who are up at two in the morning watching the infomercials that say, hey, go back to school. You can do it. These women, it started out on the good foot. Go to school, got careers. Where in that message did anybody say, just go off and do shit by yourself and fuck a man? That was not the message. The message was put yourself in a better situation so you can attract a better man. That's it. That's why I'm telling you the better I got, the closer I got to my motherfucking ring. It wasn't that I was, I'm so traditional and one day I'm just going to get married. No, I had to get on the treadmill. I had to get my education. I had to do well for myself so that a good man could see me and want me. Women who say they don't want a man are tired of bad men. And you're only getting bad men because you are a bad woman. Whether that means a lack of education, whether that means you're not taking care of yourself, whether that means you got a high body count, you are not what a good man is looking for. So you got bad men. And because you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bad motherfuckers, now everybody fucked up and you just going to do it all by yourself. Okay. You know, sometimes it don't take that, but I do have to disagree with you on one major point. One major point is you say, you said, like, where are they getting that message from? And I'll tell you where they getting that message from. They mama. <laughs> that's, where they get, that's where they getting that message from because they mama tells them to be strong, independent, and don't need a man. That's exactly where they're getting that message from. Not a good man, not a bad man, not a man. Why? Is, is what, I can't explain that. Whose mom that, would was, say I, you I, don't I, need a man? Ask your mama. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I could that's the only thing I could tell you because on the way over here I was listening to a podcast and a woman uh, and I heard a, a a young lady say she's in the entertainment field and I'm learning to love myself. I haven't really been in a relationship. She had real trust issues, but she can't see herself um all intertwined into a man just hung up because she said I could actually lose myself in that. But I but she said she did feel like People come in and out of your, your life for a season. That sometimes you just need that energy for that time. And then when the guy asked a question, he said, well, you're not always going to have that. She said, well, one person I know who always going to love me is my mama. My mama is going to be there. So no, I, can, I, can, I can love myself. I can read a book. I can uh, nurture myself. I have my money and everything like that. He asked those same questions that you asked. He said, but... You're not always gonna look like that. Exactly. You actually are actually gonna you actually gonna get, get older. older. But 
above all, when I was thinking to that, I said, you know what? This doesn't go on in every culture, though. It mainly goes on in the black community. Because when I look at the white culture and Puerto Rican culture, Japanese culture, I don't see them saying they strong, independent, and Puerto Rican. Nope. I don't see them saying <laughs> they strong, independent, and Asian. <laughs> I'm strong, independent, and white. I don't see any of that nope. shit. I only see that coming from the black women. You know why? Because they don't respect black men. That's not why. And, and, and that is why. Hold on, hold on. That's not why. That, but that is why. Because that is imprinted. That's, I, I'm going to say that's not the only reason why. It's multiple reasons why. But that's one of the main reasons why. And when I see that a lot of times, I give you credit for saying that they probably engaged in a bad man. Yeah, they did. Because that happens too. But that also was in your household. Because your daddy, was your, 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 your mama didn't know how to pick a good man. Mm -hmm. She picked the asshole. Mm -hmm. She left that shit on your doorstep. Instead of saying, looking at herself and saying, maybe I need to be a better woman. She got another asshole as your stepdaddy. Mm -hmm. And then set the trend in motion. Yeah. So now you don't now you don't know how to pick a man. Yeah, it's it's real, you know. And I and I and I I know we got people of all backgrounds, colors, financial situations. You know, I'm gonna say this with a light heart. Women that live in the projects have the most kids mm -hmm. and the most niggas in and out their house, and them niggas is worth the the gum on the bottom of my fucking shoe. And you know what? That's what she attracted. I'm not saying it's because she live in the project. And when I say projects, I'm not talking about the apartment. I'm talking about the state of mind. How you running the street in a Chevy, hugging the steering wheel, pulling up at the liquor store soon as you get off with a black and mild and you going to attract a good man. Really? You're going to attract a man that wants to come home at five and, and come home to your what? Domino's or Little Caesar's Pizza? No, this is what I'm saying. Like, fix yourself. It's okay to focus on you. I think you should. Because if you focus on getting yourself out of the projects, you won't attract a project dude. But again, I have to debate with you again. I just don't buy that either. Because even though you're trying to go that angle, and I understand that, but I'm going to leave hood rats off of that. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> And then I'm going to go and I'm going to go a little further because you know why? Because you do have women that are that are in that have careers like nurses, PhDs and stuff like that. They're not in the projects. They make money. You understand what I'm saying? The project but, is their state of mind. That's gotcha. why I said that. It's gotcha. not the, the gotcha. house. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah. But like I tell most people, it's just like an NFL player. You can give them millions of dollars. <laughs> But he still got that hood in him. And just because they they have a career, a lot of times, I still say they still look down, down upon the black man. Because they can look at a, a average man who isn't on the bottom of your, on your boot. Like a contract worker. I've seen nurses, you know what I'm saying, that sit there and say, an electrician? No, no, that's not. No, a plumber yeah. or a coach. Yeah, they they don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even talking about somebody who's just like like just the bottom of the barrel. They don't even want the average motherfucker that can they can build with. And the problem is, men don't have a problem with that shit. Men could be up 
and still find a woman that's down there. Because we have no problem going down there and helping a woman up and build with them. Women, particularly black women, have a problem with that shit. They up here, goddamn him. You know, he's, he, and, and I'm not talking, again, like you said, the bottom of the bed. I'm just talking about an electrician. I've, I've seen them scoff at that shit. Right. I've seen them scoff at the regular working average man. They just don't want them. And because you had government assistance your whole life, because <laughs> at, at, at the end of the day, some, sometimes the way they get through school is still through the help of the man. It's the yeah. white man. It's still the government. But it's, it's still, still the man. Help. You know what I'm saying? Men don't have them opportunities. And then for the ones that don't have that, they can catch a pole. Because now they can rearrange their body. You know what I'm saying? And then go hop on the pole and act like they are entrepreneur. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they world-class CEOs. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to pick from the same barrel that you're picking from. If we're not talking about who are yeah, rats I don't go project. There. But to me, it's the same. Because you can be a nurse and not want to lose weight. I know a whole bunch of nurses that's overweight. Oh, because you got a career and you got money in the bank. You've decided that you don't want to go to the gym. Well, guess who's attracted to women who don't go to the gym? Probably not a good fellow who feels good about himself. Unless there are men out there who like big women. I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about the chick who has just decided Cheetos and bologna sandwiches is her thing. Damn. And she make money. <laughs> and she ain't going to go to the gym. Well, guess who is looking for you? But see, but it's not a high power guy that wants to come over and pay all your bills and help you make bologna sandwiches. But this the thing though, you're right in that context. But this the thing, because we talked about this a couple of shows back. There's a lot of women that would debate on you because I've actually seen that too, where women was like, uh, when they talk about Kevin Samuels, he'd be like, what you know, dress size, how much you weigh, and stuff like that. And I seen a lot of people push like, who was he to tell people? And as a woman's standpoint, it's crazy to me because women seriously trying to tell men what they want. Right. Like, and, and it's like a man saying what he want. He be like, well, that's not true. My girl, a uh, uh, Baritha, got fucked last week. But that's the problem, though. <laughs> not <laughs> she, got, she got fucked last week. And she's not being wifed. She's not being kept. And that non-attachment is what we're talking about. Yeah. Because they're cool with that. They're cool with not being a wife. They're cool with saying, like, well, look, I just got a situation going on. And, the, and to me, the real problem is they just don't want to fix don't, themselves. They don't want to fix themselves because if they was to go any higher to a man where he's higher than them, it would cause them to be better. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to be better. No. And that's, they already think and that's that the problem. Where they need to be at. You know what I'm saying? If we want to move off weight, you just are so wrapped up in your career that you don't even know how to have an interesting conversation. What is there left for a guy? What? What? Okay, you look good. You got money in the bank, but there's no substance. Right. So you're going to attract a guy that doesn't want to talk to you. He just wants to fuck you. So we can take every scenario. If you're broken, you're broken. Whether that's project broke, intelligence broke social uh interaction broke if you're broken in any way you are not attracting the cream of the crop i'm sorry so they are right in the aspect that more women need to focus on themselves yes they do but for the outcome of, of being a wife and mother that does not take career off the list we're asking you to get the career and the education so you can be a good wife and a mother why doesn't it go together but this, but why doesn't it all why. go together but I'm going to tell you why, and not from saying that you're wrong, but this is why. I had a conversation with a young lady not too long ago, and she came over, my girl and her talking, 
my girl go outside and they happen to be talking about a, uh, you know, a situation that she had going on. And I informed her, you know, I interjected and I was like, well, the main reason why you like that, that you're not wife material is because you don't want to be. But without, I mean, not even a sweat out of eyebrows, she was like, I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't want that. I'm cool with just a situation. And that's what I'm saying. Like, women now are programmed for the non-attachment. She was like, cool. And when I, when, and then when I checked on, I said, well, I honestly feel like there are good men out here. And she said, they are. But for that, that would involve me giving up my career. And I don't want to do that. Now, I can't tell someone what to do as far as giving up their career. They build a career up to where they want it. They go through nursing school and everything else to become where they need to be. But a lot of them are like, why am I going to engulf myself in this man, wait, uh, make all this money, build my career up, do all these things, and then this man, I'm going to have to give it up for. And they don't want to do it. So that's why I feel like they're going to combat you with they don't want to do that. And that's fine. Again, I'm just going to go back to not understanding that. There, I think that's easy to say now. We're young and we're gorgeous and we could go out and make friends. It's not going to always be that way. It's not going to always be that easy to mingle and have options and have company. It's going to get harder and harder the older that we get, period. So I just don't understand that. And I think this whole non-attachment conversation is another way to excuse a woman from getting her shit together mm. whether that means getting the fuck out of the projects or getting on the treadmill or going back to school it's all like i'm gonna find someone to accept me how i am now and if they can't do that i just don't need them that's what that is they're using that non-attachment conversation to keep from them looking in the mirror and saying you know what I deserve better. But in order for me to get better, I have to do better for myself. Mm -hmm. That's where that conversation started. That's what it meant. And that's what it still means. Point blank period. It does not mean you don't need a man. It does Self-care does not mean men can leave the earth and go to another planet and we can run this motherfucker by ourselves. I would find my way to hijack that motherfucking plane and be on it with their ass. I'm not staying here with a whole bunch of females. There's no reason for that. We, I, I, my friends cannot fuck me. They don't want to finance me. And I don't want to be around a woman. I want to be up under a man. And I don't want to be up under a man for three months and then up under another one for three months because I have a career. And I just don't get attached to these niggas. What the fuck? Alright, with that being said, I'm saying a lot of these comments, they're saying we, us black men, we get successful and get a white woman. Would y'all want to speak on that? I definitely, I definitely speak on that. And I don't. I, that's but, sad. Mm -hmm. That that hits me in the but chest. It hit you in the chest. Yes, it did because it's it's sad because they're not saying I think white women are beautiful. They're not saying I have a preference for white women. They're saying that in rebuttal to this conversation because they're tired of the black woman that won't go to the gym. They're tired of the black woman that doesn't have a hot meal ready when he comes home from work. They're tired. Of shit like that. So they say, you know what? What's the what? Where can I go now? What can I do now? Because every black woman I, I I encounter got that attitude. I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't got to. Girl, I don't got to cook. You doing too much. That's the attitude that have us by ourselves. And I think that's a cop out too. You by yourself because don't nobody want you. And now you just saying you don't get attached. That's what it was back in the days when you was like, oh, I did it myself. I don't want a boyfriend. I want to be cool. I'm in college. Guys aren't ready for a relationship. Did I deserve a relationship? Yes. Did I feel like 
as a woman that in my heart that I wanted one? Of course. I was just in an environment that wasn't conducive to it. So I conformed. I conformed to being what you would call a hoe for my college period because my environment was not conducive to me looking for no man. It doesn't mean I didn't want one. I think it's the same thing going on now. These women that say they don't want a man, they're lying. They just too lazy to get a good one. They don't want a bad man. Ain't nobody going to turn down no good man. If Obama wanted you, you would say absolutely, but he don't want you. Combat that. Rebuttal that. Yeah. You ain't turning ain't down. The, those women that are saying they don't want a man, ain't no good man knocking on the door. That's that. Show me one woman that said, I don't want, show me a Holly Berry. Bad example, probably. Show me a Beyonce. <laughs> you on the road. It's on the road. It's on the road. Then you went left. Show me, show me a Beyonce or show me a J-Lo mm -hmm. that's like, I don't want a man. Mm -hmm. Show me her. The woman that says she don't want a man on these threads, on TikToks and on Facebook and IG, you go to their page and look. Mm -hmm. Well, of course she doesn't because she's getting all bad fish. So if she's judging wanting a man on the fish she already had, I would have that fucking attitude too. And I can clarify this whole thing when I hear people be like, you know, well, all the black men want to go go get a white uh, white woman, this and that. Absolutely, that is not true. Because I can tell you right now, is black men, we outpopulate <laughs> pretty much everybody on the goddamn planet. All of us don't have white women. So that is not true. The problem when I hear women say shit like that is... They snatched the high-profile black man that didn't that want your ass. Didn't want you. So really, at the end of the day, when you yeah. when say you say that again, when you, when you <laughs> <laughs> say it one more time, <laughs> they snatched the high-profile black man that, that didn't, didn't want, want their ass. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically like what it is because when you when you look at a lot of high-profile black men like uh, uh like a Kanye West, was you really gonna get Kanye West? No. You think you think Kanye West really wanted y'all ass? No. You know what I'm saying? Because he's probably the man that y'all was picking on. He's probably the one that was like, when. and the minute you see him with a white woman, nine times out of ten, I always hear this. I ain't want him anyway. I ain't want him anyway. Lies. Then why, why, why are we talking about it then? Lies. You know what I'm saying? Why are you talking about some shit that you didn't want? Yeah. That's the problem with, with that's what's going on there. And I, I agree with you. Black women. I, I, actually had, I actually have a Puerto Rican friend. And he actually dates Puerto Rican and black. And he said something that was real interesting. He was like, the, he identified the problem. He said, you know what's wrong with what I feel? What's wrong with black women? He was like, y'all not raised that way. He was like, even Puerto Ricans are raised to be submissive to their man. They're submissive to their dad. Mm -hmm. Look at the black woman. The black woman is not submissive to their dad. Because they the mama sitting there talking about he, he ain't, ain't shit. shit. Yeah. Because she picked someone that ain't shit. That is the prop damn problem mm -hmm. that is actually going on. So when I hear that, like everybody don't everybody that high profile don't have a goddamn white woman. Look at LeBron James. His woman is black. Look at Ice Cube. His woman is black. Stephen Curry. You understand? Stephen Curry. His woman is black. Light bright, but black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think this really this topic. Like because I can go we there. are emotional about it. I think this topic should actually be re revisited, and we would actually like to invite somebody on the show who is in an interracial relationship that could sure. hit more not on really the politics of being in a in a interracial relationship, but why you chose that way. But this is the thing, really, because even though we're saying that, this is what I really want to put in context for that. I feel like everybody will understand, regardless of whoever you choose or whoever you pick. Where do we stay at? 
you stay in America, man. It's freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. For any, those comments that came, they probably more than likely came from women. But do black men tell you what to do with your body? No, because we can't. Do we tell y'all that you can't have that baby? Or if we did, you have a problem with it. So you cannot tell any man on what he want to choose to be his wife. If you don't make yourself better or go um, to see a therapist, go lose weight, stop disguising this shit and, start, and, and using words like you thick and you fat, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the reality of it. We be changing shit. Oh, I'm, to make I'm, it acceptable. Yeah, I'm, I'm thick. No, you're not. You're fat. Because if you go into a, because if you go into a hospital, if you go into a doctor's office, they're gonna call your ass obese. Yeah. Stop. Oh, stop yeah. sitting there and trying to tell us this shit about you're thick. No, you're not. If you weigh 175, I'm not telling you that you can't get fucked. You can. But can, but can you get wifed? Is the real question. Men love to play. I love fun bags. I love double D's. Fun bags. I love titties. I love double D's. You understand what I'm saying? But that don't necessarily mean I'm a wife you. And a lot of women get that confused too. Because they'll sit there and argue with me and talk about I got a fat friend or a thick friend. She don't got no problem getting no man. Really? Where her ring at? Is she married? Because racking up a whole bunch of bodies is not getting a man. That's getting men. And that's a whole stage. <laughs> It is now time for the tap-in portion of the show. We don't even need to wrap that up because we're going to run that back. We have to circle the block on this topic of non-attachment and interracial uh, relationships. I have an interesting tap-in today. I have a friend from church who oh, has shown some interest <laughs> in me. Come on, my bad. It is Sunday. I have a friend from church who, ha who has expressed his interest in me and was worried... Um, about having a girlfriend. So I've been talking to him. He told me he had a girlfriend and he was surprised to hear that it wasn't a deal breaker. So him having a girlfriend is not a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Do you think I damaged my chances of something serious and long term with him because I did not react negatively to him being in another relationship? Absolutely not. Um, we don't live in that type of world anymore. Uh, is we were been going over with the topics that we were just talking about today, but come on, let's be realistically. Like, woman body count could be twenty right now. Do certain men care? Yes, they absolutely, they absolutely do. But more than anything, I think men are at a space now where, and just people in general, being honest and someone accepting honesty is way better. Then me and my mind trying to figure out some lie I got to say. Like, when you wipe that sweat off your eyebrow, I'm like, I got that out. Because it's a nervous, it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. And that's a lot of times what people don't want to have. Yeah. They just don't want to have the uncomfortable conversations yeah. that go on with interacting with male and female activity. Right. We don't really want to have it. It's almost impossible for you nowadays to meet someone and... Either they're fresh out of a breakup, they're in the middle of a breakup. <laughs> like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, we'll just come to somebody and be like, oh shit, I'm single. Nine right. times out of ten, there's someone there. There's someone there. They might not be in that relationship, but they're still talking to that individual. Mm -hmm. Cause, I mean, unless they using the rose, 
and vibrators and all that type of shit, they still getting dick from somewhere. Yeah. So really, at the end of the day, it's vice versa for men. Like, a man just ain't going to give up pussy just like that. So if he have a girlfriend and it's not a wife, and he like, well, hey, I do have a girlfriend, and now he's looking at that option. But you are an option, but I'm being honest with you right. about my situation. And versus her seeing his phone ring, he got to flip his phone, mm -hmm. turn off the ringer or whatever, and now red flags popping up. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the angle that I took, and I love your answer. I took a different angle because the fact that she brought up the fact that she met him at church, I think the question came from overall guilt. And this is what I told her, because I'm very spiritual. You don't owe no girlfriend nothing. That ain't that man's wife. And I've said this on shows years ago when we first started on internet radio. I said this, and it was probably one of our highest rated shows because women were appalled that I said that girlfriends are not an issue. I don't, if I, if I meet a guy that's worth it and he has a girlfriend, I don't know her. I don't owe her anything. McDonald's don't, don't say, oh, that property right there and then get there and be like, well, wait, there's a Burger King across the street. It's a burger joint. They don't got shit to do with McDonald's. We're going to be on this corner right here. And that's how I think successful people become successful because they don't worry about somebody that they don't got nothing to do with them. You got a girlfriend. Okay, y'all married? I just want to make sure you're not calling your wife your girlfriend. As soon as you tell me you are not married, you are fair game. I don't owe her shit. And, I, and you get a kudos from me because you were honest. Now there's more of a chance that I'm going to put my best foot forward. To get you over here because you told the truth. And that, I'm, I'm more impressed by you telling the truth than worried about you having a girlfriend. I don't owe her shit. Gotcha. Now, I, got, I do got a question for you. So, even with that being said, okay, now, he has a girlfriend. And let's just say they on and off, this, you know, because this your scenario is probably a real scenario. So, since they known each other and been together so long, they, they not, you know, they fucking wrong. Now, you finna fucking. Which route you going? You ha you having that, up. You you having that conversation? <laughs> yeah, because no, no. Him telling me he has a girlfriend. He didn't say I got a friend or that I'm seeing. I got a friend that I broke up with. He actively said I have a girlfriend. That encompasses sex. Mm -hmm. So I have to make now smart choices. I got to strap up. Okay. That's all. Hey, that is not a deal breaker. Like we got to strap up. When you single, we'll go get our test together. And now we we going for it. I'm not going to take him off the market if he hasn't taken himself off the market. I like and that taking himself off the market is putting a ring on it. I like that. I like, I like that political, political What's answer. disrespectful about a man hunting? He's not married. What is the fuck is having a girlfriend in the Bible? Who is a girlfriend? Who is that? What stock she got? That ain't even his mama. Or that ain't no blood relative. Who the hell is his girlfriend? He's not disrespecting me. Disrespecting me is telling me he doesn't have a girlfriend when he does. And this is why we don't get the truth. Because now you don't want to be, you know, it's respecting. So if he know you got that attitude, he just going to lie. This, this don't make no sense. You are creating, you're sabotaging yourself by saying, well, what about respect? What about it? Who is he disrespecting? He's hunting. He is not married. He's dating. Dating and having a girlfriend is the same thing. This is the guy I'm dating. This is my boyfriend. Those two things are not in separate sentences. It's just a girlfriend. Now, if you've been a girlfriend for 15 years, you could have a cookie. But I'm not going to take him off the list. He is still available. And so are you. If you're just a girlfriend, then that's what you are, honey. 
So we have to work on getting the ring. So then we don't feel like, you know, taking your man. Otherwise, he is up, honey. It's up with me. I ain't finna debate that. That sound like a woman debate going on. It is what it is. What do I owe Linda across the street? I don't even know her. Don't know what she, what she looked like. Don't know her mama name. But I'm gonna give up the guy who is pursuing me because he was pursuing someone else before he saw me. There's always somebody ready to take your spot. And a girlfriend is not solidifying your position in a man's life. That's when you need to be worried about you. That's the time for self-focus when you somebody girlfriend. That's the time to be in the gym. Because you trying to run from girlfriend to wife so you don't have this problem. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's been another episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. You can find me on Twitter, IG, at Kana Lassiter. Hey, you can find your boy on both platforms, Twitter and IG, 51 Spade. Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining on TikTok and Podbean. Hey, check us out on Friday. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hey, like, it's always been fun. Hey, y'all have any questions, DM us on the IG page, The Relations Podcast. And if you're looking for these shirts, it's Alpha Male God Creations on IG. And I'm going to sign us out like I always do. 